want to really be cutting edge, we have to consider how do we have a process which keeps up quality and good judgment on projects, not rely just on the founders, but over time have people be able to take up leadership. Welcome to Stuck in Design, where our founders share candid conversations about design, creativity and business. Let's begin. Yeah, the next question is probably someone who has built up a portfolio of sorts and could you share uh, what's the process of starting a design studio like? What is defined by a design studio in this question? If you graduate now and then you just decide to take on projects yourself, is that a design studio? Let's try to get some clarity with the terms here. I guess you take on projects and you're not operating in a way answerable to another person that is in your team for where the project should go. Then I guess you started the design studio. <laughs> Do you collaborate on a peer-to-peer -peer le level or a senior to junior level? I don't know if that's really a good question to answer, but maybe I can offer something else. Maybe the question is the why you want to start a design studio. Reflecting on the whole journey of doing a design business, sometimes it's actually much more enjoyable being a designer in a design studio than to start a design studio. You get to work on a lot of cool projects if you're in a good studio. You get to um, not worry so much about the finances or taking care of others or other people's growth. Right, you just have to worry about mainly your own growth and uh, whether your concepts are cool. And of course, after a while, you get to work with teams or lead teams and then you have to learn some leadership, right? If you are referring to something that is beyond you yourself as a one-man design studio, fundamentally requires you to be passionate about building teams. You kind of have to like getting business, persuading people, teaching others, grow a team culture. You, you kind of have to like all of these things. And therefore, the question is, should you start a design studio? If you are talking about a one-man, two-man show type of setup, maybe you're starting because then it gives you a bit more of a brand presence. If you look at Stark's uh, systems and processes, even though we're just a team of 20-something, to keep it thriving, uh, it's not as simple as take projects and work on it and then deliver, pay or employees' money. It's not as simple as that, right? If you want to really be cutting edge, we have to consider how does the team as individuals grow how does the team as a team grow with relevance to the way the world evolves? How do we have a process which keeps up quality and good judgment on projects? How do we not rely just on the founders, but over time have people be able to take up leadership? This, I would say, is the human resources side dynamics that are already complex in itself. Then you can add to that business processes like administrative stuff. There are a few other models, right? Like you work as a designer or innovator within another outfit and then you focus on your own growth and at a certain point, the growth of others around you and managing them. You don't have to deal with the hiring. You can really dive deep with how do I judge projects well? How do I teach a junior designer to grow well? Sometimes as an entrepreneur, you are trying to do all the things and then you may not have that kind of a freedom to do that so much. So there are different models of operating, right? One is being a designer in-house and I think there is a lot of value in that. It comes back as to how you are wired as a person. Do you just somehow like the challenge and the complexity of running a business and having to be responsible for people's livelihoods? All your results are from what you make of it. Or do you prefer something that is like, uh, don't let me think too much about my livelihood. I just want to go deep in my craft, right? And have that freedom from thinking about these things to kind of like grow uh, deep in certain areas. Uh, these are different paths. 
Right. Starting a business sometimes gets overhyped as a glorious thing, or like, you know, especially in this age of the entrepreneurial hype. Uh, we haven't talked about the other format, which is being a one-man show somewhat. That's the freelancer route, which is actually a really attractive route, to be honest. It pays relatively high. Uh, you get quite a lot of freedom when you want to work, when you don't want to work. Right? You are somewhat separate from the complexities of being in organizations, and uh, you are usually free from the politics that exists in any teams because you are more like an external contractor. If things doesn't work, you just serve someone else. So actually, it's quite nice. The only problem of uh, such a setup is that your growth will be really very much as a specialist. Uh, at a certain point in time, because you are not operating as part of a team, uh, for lack of a better way to describe it, when you expire, your, your work expires, right? Or rather, when you lose steam, lose energy, your work lose, loses steam, loses energy. You really are de dependent on yourself as a skilled practitioner who can get very highly skilled, which is fine too. And then you chalk up enough earnings to retire early. But that depends on whether you want, you like that, right? Some of us, uh, we are doing a business, we are growing others, we are building a team, we are building systems because we, we, we enjoy that process and we don't see ourselves stopping even when we are a little bit more older. <laughs> right. the, the, yeah, just because it's an enjoyable process for us, right? And so therefore we should do it, right? Um, yeah. Thanks for joining us today and we'll see you next week on Stuck in Design.